enter the elf tree. Yeah, you were like, I have this place out in... Down in Hollywood, man. Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever it was. And you're like, yeah, you can come visit me. And I was like, that would be great. You want to meet Bob Barker? <laughs> you want to meet Jimmy Kimmel? You're like, you're like listen, kid, you're going to get signed, but you have to be serious about the industry. You have to do some things you're not proud of. Yeah, you're going to have to You're gonna have to get on your knees to the system. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have some rug burn on your knees. Is all I'm saying. You know? <laughs> oh my god! You're gonna, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get tested the next day. Yeah, you know? for the COVID nineteen. Yeah, for the well, more than that, but probably not. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no. More, there's far worse things on the streets of this town than the COVID nineteen. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Welcome to the show. This is our very first podcast. We decided to, uh, first of all, Chris is my cousin and roommate. Yeah. And uh, we have a house here in Los Angeles, East Los Angeles. And currently we are officially at midnight in a quarantine for the COVID-19 virus that's swept the world. The COVID. Yeah. The demon, the invisible monster. And uh, so, yeah, we were, uh, we were just talking about that earlier all day, like, uh, sorry, by the way, Chris, you sometimes when you do pod, this is the first time Chris has done a podcast and I'm yeah. talking to the audience right now that's listening. No, no, that's fine. And this is, this will end right now because it's, uh, it's one of the bad practices I think of doing podcasts is, you know, there's other people listening. So you want to explain things to them, even though you don't fucking have to sometimes. Oh, so it's literally just having a conversation with a friend who knows nothing about anything. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the big... Included. (laughs) In the room. Exactly. So that's just like, we just have to include an audience in the room. We're just talking to... Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So you're just... Well, you're... Yeah, because there's somebody else listening besides us. Like, we're having the conversation, but there's somebody out there. Wait, there is? I think think so. Yeah. Who's listening? I mean, they are. They're fucking sitting in their car right now just like... (laughs) Fuck are you listening to? (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) No, but... You just moved to LA. How has it been so far? Oh, it's been great. Um, I I mean, I'm an optimist, but like, I don't know. I mean, I for one, like the weather and just so how cool LA is. If you like, if you explain it to an alien or somebody who's like new to the human race, just saying, oh, you can like, so there's like a whole bunch of people here. They're all doing cool art <laughs> shit. Wait, what are you talking about? Somebody new to the human race. Who the hell are you talking to if you're not talking to another fucking no, Hold human? on, hold on. Just let me explain. <laughs> like, so explain that, like, imagine if explaining LA to somebody who's never heard of LA before. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's, it's like you have these fucking mountains, this mountain range right by you. You have a desert, you have yeah. the, the beach and you have so many diverse, like neighborhoods and areas all in one. It's just this really cool combination of everything. I mean, you can you can complain about it like the traffic's bad, it's expensive here, but really it's like you're paying a premium to live in a really cool place. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. It's pretty out of control rent-wise, but hey, oh, fuck. you know, I told you to fucking silence that thing. I, I'm sorry. You, I'm we, new. Okay, so we- <laughs> I'm new to this. It was my fucking, my alarm. I didn't- uh, <laughs> We literally talked about that before we did the show. I was like, yeah, yeah, put your phone on silent. <laughs> well, that was my that was my alarm I normally set to go to bed because I work early. So oh, it's nice. like- But you're not, you're it not says, are you working tomorrow? Get, no, no. I so think, you're actually taking the quarantine seriously, finally. Well, yeah, we're literally, like the only thing I could do is electrician work, but- I'm not a licensed electrician. Well, actually, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I didn't do electrician's work. Would you 
But you can do a little bit. Like you know how to like mess with light sockets and Yeah, I don't know if you need like a uh if you actually need like a license to do that for like like light electrical. I think just once you're like rewiring things and wiring anything to a box or anything like a homeowner shouldn't be able to do. Yeah. I think you need an actual permit. Right. So if you're having to like tap into maybe the breaker box and shit. Which I cannot confirm or deny that I've done. <laughs> What's the hardest task rabbit you've ever done? Task? You mean like task? Uh, oh well. So <laughs> the thing is, like, is if it task you haven't rabbit one of the clients, yeah, if you haven't heard of task rabbit before, it's basically like Uber but for handyman services and like a whole bunch of other things. And so it's like you basically have a whole bunch of clients, and then they like scroll through like. They first type in what they want to do, like mounting a TV or uh, ha- help moving a place, yeah. or like I want accounting done for my shit, like or I want a medical assistant because the coronavirus is mm-hmm. happening. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, wash all my shit down, please. Yeah, wash my shit. Um, Why are you? Coughing? Which you can do, um, and you can't s- legally solicit sexual services. I don't know. Um, I didn't look into that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so, I feel like any app that exists in the history of mankind, someone will find a way to like solicit some something. You well, know? off topic, there is this app that people use. Like it's um, it's you're you're paid to be somebody's friend. I don't know. I don't know what? um what app it's called. I forgot, but it's oh, like that's so sad. The, yeah, it's actually like people make like legit side hustle cash from doing this. And um, have you done it? No, no. I was thinking of like freelancing, but the, the whole point is it's like. People put in their bios. Sometimes they're like, "Oh, this isn't like uh, no, no sex services," but like they're basically it's an escort service. It's turned into an escort service, basically. Gotcha. Because that's the only market that was available. People but, want to need to fuck around. Yeah, <laughs> but like aside the point, TaskRabbit doesn't let you do that. Um, yeah. But they do like like I have electrical. Um, I have mounting for like TVs um, and other stuff like shelves. What are like your favorite? Like when you do get jobs, what are the ones that come up and you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be, this is, I like these. Furniture assembly. I'm super stoked about it whenever I get a task because it's like, so as a kid, I was obsessed with Legos. I would always build them um, when I got home and and like, well, just with everything, like I, I would just love them. Uh, And so like, this is furniture assembly is basically like just a whole bunch of miniature Lego sets that you can just build for people. Yeah. And like my brother would always get like Lego sets for his, um, like his Christmas, his birthday presents, whatever. And I'd be like, can I build them? Like, please. <laughs> he would really get them fun. as a gift, but you'd want to build them for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just love building things. So it's he like would just actually, be eating chocolates on the bed, watching you build it. And he's like, please hurry. Well, I actually, want to see the final product. It'd be, well, the thing is, <laughs> it, it's funny. Cause I, it, it'd be exactly like, uh, he'd treat it like a client would. So like literally he'd like walk in the room and was, Oh, how's it going? You know, like how I'm just checking in, like making sure everything's going. That's good hilarious. Yeah, just yeah. kind of checking on the project. <laughs> yeah, overseeing. Yeah. No parts went missing. So it's literally just another setting, the same shit, different day, basically <laughs> deal with furniture assembly. So he's like, isn't there supposed to be another Ewok on the uh, wing of this ship? I'm like, God damn it. You're right. <sighs> you pull it out of your pocket. You're like, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I was just stealing it. I don't know. I thought I was going to get a free Ewok out of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Well, God you're damn. not. No, that's cool, though. Like I, like, I used to play Legos when I was a kid. I haven't played in a long-ass time. But one of my bu- uh, producer friends, Oz, he loves to build, like, those Empire State buildings and, like, all the different buildings Oh, that's Lego ships. City. Yeah. Yeah, or, he builds all that stuff. But at Lego his, Architect. Yeah. Oh. At his studio, he has a bunch of them built. And he has them, like... 
hanging from his ceiling. It's why cool. have I not met this person? Well, I don't know if he's in the same studio anymore. And, and the last time I was over there was, I mean, two years ago. It's been a while. Oh. Yeah, he, he had a place right off Santa Monica Pier. It was pretty That's badass. That's dope. Yeah, it was a, it was a primo spot. Um, great setup, everything like that. But um, yeah, but he used to like fuck with Legos. And I've always wanted to, they're just so expensive. Like to get a really legit set, it's like $500. Yeah, it's like you're talking some major fucking, you got to throw some shit down. You could buy like a car for that. Dude, I always, car, well, yeah, I mean, I always wanted the, the Death Star when I was growing up. And then I finally got it. So like, Basically, we had this this basement flood back in the early 2000s um, in, in my house in uh, Wisconsin. Um, and we got like a whole bunch of insurance money for it. And like, because we had like a like t- a ton of Legos that just got destroyed, covered in shit, like oh, from sewage backup. Um, and so. Did y'all throw them away or did y'all like oh, spray them down? Trust me, it was, it was uh, non salvageable. We tried oh, to save really? it, but it was just like. It was literally covered in shit. There's, oh. there's n- you wouldn't want to sit there scrubbing everything with bleach. Um, no. So it's like, basically, they gave us... Like literal parents- shit? Literal shit. Oh, okay. Um, well, sewage oh. backup. And so we had like a valve installed later so that would prevent... It would snapshot if, if it was trying to back up. Because what would happen is like the flood drains overflowed and then it hit the level in the ground where it would like all collect and so yeah. just float it back into the house oh my god it was terrible um it was like just a flood that, that was going on and like certain people's houses in the neighborhood were just like screwed because they didn't have these backup valves yeah and every time anyone would go over there for dinner they'd be like man your house smells like shit no no it like, was only- it's been three years <laughs> like i can still smell it sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's like um like you just reminded me of like the the crazy ex that like saves like so they're like their ex takes a dump in their place and then they leave and then the, the ex saves like the shit in the toilet and then like feeds it like salt and pepper oh, over the years. Oh God. <laughs> you just reminded me of, like, um, the, the, I know there was like this, this episode of family guy where like P- one of Peter's exes was just like that and had pictures of him all over her wall <laughs> <laughs> and just like fucking literally like, um, so he, he goes in the bathroom and then there's his shit from like 20 years ago. And then, um, like he he finds an excuse to leave or whatever, and then um she's like, wait, come back, and it's like, oh wait, well at least I have you, and then starts feeding him just some like salt or like some peppers just from a <laughs> oh shaker. It's just, it's just like, and I just called the the pile of shit him. I don't know if it's a him or her. We don't know. Oh my god. Um. Anyways, aside from uh shit jokes, um, what were we even talking about? Well, we were just talking about you like moving to L.A. and kind of because aside from task tasking. That the stuff that you're doing, like kind of day job shit. You came out here for music. You're a producer, and you know, I met you, and I'm giving our audience a little context of who the fuck we are because people don't know who the hell we are. You know, we can't just be like we're going to Vegas. Is this actually not be our name? name? <laughs> hell yeah, that's the name of the podcast. I mean, okay, it just it has to be G rated. There's no um. Oh, it's full on. No, no, we're we're literally sending this content to kids without censored. We're, we're not. Oh yeah, that. yeah. This yeah, is for this is for all the kindergarten classes. Yeah, this is across, uh, this is not for adults. All the kindergarten classes that aren't going on right now. It's not for fucking corona. adults. Yeah, no, but we but so I met you when you were I guess you were in high school at a family reunion, and well, I met you before uh, that. You were on well, tour. Well, when I was touring, that's the thing is like those days I was like so fucking, and you were really young. So it's like- I was I, 12, I think. That's so yeah. crazy. That's when I just started making music actually. 
yeah, and I was uh, I was touring, I was touring the nation like a like a fucking yeah, yeah, that was badass. I was a hired guy. You showed me your uh, tour bus; it was pretty cool. And then yeah, like, yeah. Um, so it was like the tour with Brandon Heath, mm-hmm. and then you know we talked to Brandon Heath, and then you, and then like we just you call went. him Brandon. You don't have to call him Brandon. He, Brandon, <laughs> we find we we talked to Brands, <laughs> Brands, Bransy, Bransy. Hey, Brandon, um, Brandon Heathen. <laughs> Yeah, and so we talked to him, um, and then just like, you know, said hi to you, and then you showed me the bus, and it was really cool. Um, this is where I cry, and over here, that's where I cry. Yeah, there was like a legit cry and- room and everything. <laughs> it was, it was, it was legit. Like they had Dude, rooms for everything. That was. I miss touring in a tour bus. It's been a while. It's been years. It's been since 2017. It's a long time. Wait, you, that's recent. That's like really recent. Well, I did a tour in 2017. I did some tour management, and so I. I tour, did tour management with him, and I was—it was a uh, Brandon oh, it was Heath. A, yeah, it was a cruise, uh, right? Tenth uh, Avenue North tour, and I was tour managing Brandon. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. but that was the last thing I did. I played one of the shows because uh, one of the guys on the tour—he he had like a—he had another show. So. Oh okay. Well, that's, I got I, I, I got, got one. It was the hottest fucking muggy ass show of the entire tour. Wasn't this on a cruise ship or something? We did a cruise ship the summer before. Oh, okay. So summer of 2017, I did a cruise with him. I played Keys. Mm. Dude, that's so crazy to think back on. That's the last time I played with him. It was fun. It was really cool to like go back to it for a second because I left it in 2012. And then I think I did one more tour in 2013. And then I just kind of came out here. But no, I was going to say, I was telling people that you came out here because I've been here since 2014. Um, and you came out here to kind of pursue... What is your ultimate goal is probably not putting people's Ikea furniture together, but it's... It's music production. Yeah. Well, but like, yeah, I actually met you at that family reunion after that. It was like the real, like, first time we actually, like, had, like, probably an intelligent, deep conversation. Yeah. And then um, you were just like, yeah, I got my place out in L.A., like, or in Hollywood, and, and you know, I'm, I'm up in... No, I didn't I- say Hollywood. Please tell me I didn't say Hollywood. I'm I didn't li- pretty sure you said I Hollywood. I lived in North Hollywood at the time. I don't like Hollywood. <laughs> you know, I, well, nobody who moves here ends up liking it. Or if they do, they're, yeah. they're lying because it's like mostly terrible. It's pretty, pretty um, awful. Yeah. There's some parts of it that are kind of fun, but. Yeah. Like the good parts. And Yeah. It's pretty, the, the, the further West, the better, I think. West Hollywood? What about yeah. North? What about North? North Hollywood's okay, but that's the Valley. That's like, that's the And valley. what about Soho? Soho, Southern Hollywood. I mean, doesn't Black Bear talks about it a lot? He's like these Soho guys. I mean, I don't really know much about Soho, you know, because that's the other thing is I don't know all the different areas of Hollywood because there's pockets within pockets of this town. There's like neighborhoods, and then there's like neighborhoods within neighborhoods. People are fucking snobby about yeah, that it's, shit. It's oh, whatever. I don't even care. Yeah, honestly. But yeah, you were like, I have this place out in down like, in Hollywood, man. Oh uh, yeah, whatever, whatever it was. And you're like, yeah, you can come visit me. And I was like, that would be great. You want to meet Bob Barker? <laughs> you want to meet Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> you're like, you're like listen, kid. You're gonna get signed, but you have to be serious about the industry. You have to do some things you're not proud of. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get on your knees to the system. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have some rug burn on your knees. Is all I'm saying. You know? <laughs> oh my god! You're gonna, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get tested the next day. Yeah, you know? for the COVID nineteen. Yeah, for the well, more than that, but probably not. Well, yeah. yeah. There's <laughs> no. There's far worse things on the streets of this town than the COVID nineteen. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Well, 
we could definitely get into that, but let's <laughs> mainly, not. Yeah, let's maybe, not. <laughs> let's not. Um, but yeah, like, so um, you were like, yeah, come visit me. And I was like, how about next summer? And you were like, dope, you know? And then I basically made it my goal to like try and blow you away. I was like working on my craft so much that year because it was an entire year from then that I actually went and visited you. So this was like summer 16, we had the reunion. And then um, I went and saw you the summer of 17. And it worked like you were, you checked out that song and you started doing a co-production on it. And it turned into something really dope. And then yeah. with one of the artists that you were working with at the time, um, you had him come over and spit some rhymes on it. And then um, then we started working on another song, our, our single, So Bad, that's going to release um, sometime, sometime <laughs> in our life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like, and then we just started like rocking out tunes after that. And then, then it just like, it just kind of molded into this project where it just was its own thing. And you yeah, know. that was the one thing it was like, because your production is really cool. It's like, got a lot of energy and emotion to it and i was thinking like hey have you ever had anybody do top line on your shit and you said you never did and to me that's why i was like i gotta do that because it'll show you what else the song can sound like yeah you yeah. know what i mean because yeah. that's the ultimate thing is like you can hear something just instrumentally and the second you hear a melody or words it just takes it into a different stratosphere and that to me is so cool like I don't know. And that's also a craft I've never really fully, I've never dived into it. Like where producers are just throwing tracks at me and I'm just singing over them. Oh, just top lining. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you did like a lot of co-production as well. Yeah. Well, like, I write everything that I put out pretty much. Yeah. I either write it or I co-write it. And most is co-written in the last several years just because I love co-writing. I fucking yeah, love it. Yeah, it's great. Well, it's like the more minds you have on a project, the less flaws it'll have pretty mm -hmm. much. I mean, except for like, if you have too many minds on it, then it's just too many yeah. cooks. You well, know? it's too many hard because it's true, but it helps. Like I noticed because, you know, there's a part of me that's inching closer and closer to wanting to release everything I do from my studio. And I don't know what that would turn into because I'm so used to like working with mixers and mastering engineers outside of my studio. But I, there is this part of me that wants to do everything in house at some point. And I'm just so used to working with people as collaboration, like as a team that I don't know. I just kind of got in this addictive mode of that, you know? Well, I wonder if it's like, there's a difference between being like really ambitious and then spreading yourself too thin. And I feel like if you, yeah, if totally. you, if you outsource like the things, mixing, mastering, less, less, less part of the creative process and more part of just the analytical sounding good process, if you outsource all of that and just focus on production, you can really like focus on making the best songs that you yeah, can make. Yeah, totally. And like, like, yeah, doing everything in a house is super cool, and you can say that, but really, it only gets you a little bit more street cred in the end. It's, it's like yeah. a lot of these huge artists, right? They're, they're like they're paying like Drake is fucking having people mi mixing and mastering his songs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and I mean, I I think I heard of this artist Tom McDonald. I don't know. I think he writes and produces his stuff. I don't even know if he like mixes and masters all of his stuff as well, but he's like his his camera person is his his girlfriend. And they're, oh, they're shooting cool. these like these these uh they just did a song on coronavirus. Um 
but they're like they're getting like M's, like so many million views. Like I think should this we play one a clip of that? I'll just play a little bit of it. I don't know what to think about this virus. Started in China, now everybody in America There's no groceries because people start to panic and buy. So he's walking around a grocery store with a fucking mask on. And I do think it's funny though, the memes. Well, it's crazy how quickly he made this. But it is, it's not the sickness that's scary, it's the people that react in the end. Oh god, we're all gonna die. <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's literally like, it's all it's about is, is all, we're all gonna die and we're doomed as a human race. Like, I'm just, which I'm not just, I'm not. Like, hey man, at least he had his, uh, his fucking red camera. And his crew to film him in the in his last final days. He has his girlfriend film. Like, I, well, actually, I don't know. Oh, if so this what's one, his girlfriend doing? All I think it. this might still be his girlfriend, but maybe maybe he might have outsourced it. I, I'm not sure. I could I look it up. I bet she was probably her. If Let's she's a, if she's a cinematographer or director, then she's probably doing it. Well, like she she literally shot most of his videos, and they're actually really cool looking. Um, nice. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, cheers to that man, especially because of how quickly that he put this together and then went and filmed it around like. So in the video, he's like walking through a grocery store that's in the times right now. So probably he did this last week, early last week. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Oh, oh. Um, it was actually directed and shot and edited by Nova Rockefeller, um, and then uh, mixed and mastered by Evan Morgan. So it's it's definitely outsourced, but mm-hmm. in the end, it's just like that. That's an example. He was he was doing a lot of his stuff in house, and he ended up just doing it. He ended up outsourcing it anyways. As he got bigger because he just didn't have the fucking time. Didn't have the time to edit and shoot his own stuff, you know? That's crazy. Well, that's there the we way have to it. go. Yeah, yeah, there we have it. <laughs> <laughs> there we have it. That's how you make shit, guys. But, like, yeah, like you were saying, it would be really cool to do a lot of your stuff in-house just to, to have the satisfaction of 100% making your own stuff. Yeah, just having the control of it because when you rely on other people, you rely, you, you lose time, you know? So it's almost like... But again, that's also, I think, a part of the art of it is being able to step back and trust the process of other people working on it with you. So I think that's, yeah, that's definitely yeah. a beautiful part. I think it's having somebody else's ears on it. Regardless, you're going to show your music and be like, hey, what's up? Like, do you like this? You know, to one of your friends, mm-hmm. you have that one person you always send your tracks to, right? Yeah. Oh, I've got a handful for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And so do I. Like, uh, and so basically it's just, that's a part of the collaboration. Really, yeah, it totally. really is the feedback and, yeah, and the just feedback. getting the energy, like the vibe of somebody, like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, essentially, like, oh, they're just, hate yeah, <laughs> you fucking hate it. <laughs> if they say, oh, cool, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, they, okay, that's gonna end that's, on, I'll that's put that it. in the grave of the hard drive. Yeah, if they're like, wow, I actually really like that, like, then that's different. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, I, I, well, I don't know what to say when somebody has a work that I don't like, you can't just say, oh, I don't like that or I'm not feeling it. I mean, you can, yeah, you can. but you're, you, you can, but it's like, well, you want to try to give constructive criticism, constructive criticism. Yeah. And then, then saying you don't like it or it's just not good enough. is like kind of just shooting it down saying, yeah, Hey, pretty... it really could improve this way. Yeah. It gives somebody it's something just really, really work, terrible. Work then you well, just it's... say, Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's either, it's really awful and you just, Act like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Cool, thanks. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Or it's awful and you're just like, ah, but I see something in it and you want to like at least give some sort of feedback to say, hey, this is a way that I could see it being improved. If it's awful, awful, 
Yeah, you just have to kind of abandon ship. Well, on the, that's the thing. I feel bad, like, not being completely blunt to those people because in the end, we're the reasons why they're delusional. The ones that are telling them to keep going if they are, like, they have no hope of succeeding in that area if they just don't have the creative uh, talent or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, are but, you confident about your your skills? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. It's it's definitely been a journey. Um, I in fact, like a couple months ago, we were talking about it. I was in way worse place with self confidence, but I, you know, the thing is, I lived in this place called Upstart, and I think MTV is going to do a TV show with them pretty soon. They they just started casting. I get an email about it because I was still on their list. But I lived in this place. Um, I lived in a house with forty other people in these pods. So it's basically like um, it's like a bunk but with like walls and stuff and you get your own private space essentially but there's like 10 of them per room in this place but like you'll have buildings with like 100 people in them or no way different yeah it's ridiculous but um i lived in this place it's so it's called upstart creative um it's actually really cool it's a great idea sounds um, like hell it well you have to be extroverted to live there <laughs> yeah <laughs> like but really I, extroverted i love being around people but i feel like living in a house because you were in a house with 40 fucking people well you know lucy clearwater or no not not lucy it was it was actually lucy lucille ball no 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 no. um (laughs) somebody somebody that was playing at hotel cafe it might have been lucy uh juicy um, lucy no (laughs) (laughs) down on the block no uh uh, it was this is one of these names um they lived in upstart and they're actually like having a successful career um I feel like it's a great place to at least like make your connections, make your friends. Cause yeah. when you move to LA, you don't have anybody. I was, I was fortunate enough to have family out here. These people usually don't go here knowing zero people. Yeah. And what, what, what a better place than, um, a gathering of people in the creative, like, like-minded totally, spaces, totally. you know, yeah. they're all in the same place. It's almost like happy hazing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, I almost feel like it's like, uh, it's like a cooler version of going to college where. Yeah. Yeah. It's like exactly like dorms. You're in a dream dorm where everyone's yeah. artistics. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, your roommate's a model or a cinematographer or a fucking producer. Everyone's doing something that's in the entertainment industry. So there's constant excitement and constant like talking about your craft or figuring out ways to collaborate on projects or working on projects. Exactly. And that's why it's such a successful idea. And I think they have like, uh, don't, don't quote me on this. I think they have like 10 or 12 houses. Um, and then they're only, they're only, uh, getting bigger. I actually mounted a TV for somebody who's friends with, um, the owners. And it was crazy. Like they were like, she was saying it was so exciting seeing them like their business grow. Cause one of these, like, like a couple of years ago, they were just chilling, you know, talking about something like, I don't know, we think we have this idea that it just might work, you know, and then they succeeded. They just went for it. They just went for it. Yeah. So knowing yeah. somebody who- Let's pack 40 people in one house. Yeah, that, that's great. And just fucking that? pack them in like sardines. They're, they're all extroverts. They'll fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what, what are they going to sleep in? Uh, they'll, they'll, no, no, no. Well, actually, half of them, most of them are bunk beds, but for people who are a little- Soda cans? Soda yes, cans. They yes. sleep in a soda can. No, the, the, the little tins that sardines fit in. Just yes. like the, you, the, in the cartoons, how they like, you, they twist the little thing and then it, it yeah, rolls back. Yeah, the little back. metal twist. Yeah, yeah, little, yeah. And then everyone will smell like fish, the sea. Well, that's a whole other thing. That's just like care for your uterus. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no, um, <laughs> we won't even go there. Um, no, that's not. See, I don't. 
I'm not an expert in that field at all. No, me neither. Uh, I'm. Uh, I, but I'm, however, I am an expert sniffer when I smell a fucking sardine or AKA. Okay, this this is uh. We got out of hand. Whole, yeah, we got it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, we're we're literally quarantined to our house right now, and we've decided that we were going to start this podcast, and you know, just my whole thing, Chris, is like. You're brand new in LA. You've gone through Upstart, which this sounds like it was just one big ad for Upstart. I think is ultimately what this show is now. It's an ad. It's for not. Upstart. <laughs> Upstart's I, like, oh, thanks. I guys. moved out for a reason, um, <laughs> but like we won't go there because I'm just I'm talking positively about it because yeah, it's no, a it's cool. cool. Place. It, yes, it offers what it is, but let's just say the turnover it's not rate for me is uh, probably pretty substantial. Well, I lived there for a month. You know, yeah, it, it's it's um, the people who can live there for over. Over that, usually either they don't have a choice or they're painfully extroverted, even more than I am. Yeah. Um, and you know, it it takes somebody with a really strong work ethic to be able to do that. Yeah. So I, I you know, I commend all the people that live. Mm-hmm. I, I could see it being really distracting at times, just wanting to chill with people all the time. You know, I don't. Oh know. yeah, That's- you don't. Have, well, I mean, the only alone time you have is in your pod, but like, or your bunk, but like when you. When you get it's into pod. your pod or bunk, <laughs> well, it depends on which one you're living in. I'm just um, well, the pod would, is better, I think, than the bunk. You actually they, they charge yeah. more for those. But well, pod you can like you can close off to everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's, the bunks it's, people could still see you, right? Well, it, you have this one curtain that goes over the whole bunk bed. Oh, that's kind of weird. But like in, in some like Harry places, Potter? they have. I actually haven't seen the Harry Potter movies in a long time, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I like I had never watched the entire series all at once. I, so I have major ADD and I, I think, didn't you say you yeah. do as well? Yes, I do. So like I would always get super distracted when watching movies. I couldn't sit still. Um, and yeah. So I could never watch the thing. How are but you yeah. doing in this podcast right now? Are you feel, are you drifting at all? Dude, we've jumped around to like 30 different topics. <laughs> I know. That's how my fucking life <laughs> that, that's is. That's how dude. it goes. That's the best part. I think that's what's so enjoyable is because there's constant stimulation for the listeners. Yeah. And um, the attention span of like certain today's listeners. people. Most people are like, listeners. I wish they would just keep talking about the pods. Why do they keep jumping away from the pods? Or no, they, they're just. No. Like, have you ever listened to like any YouTuber? They're, they're always jumping around the place. If you listen to PewDiePie. Oh, he's yeah. He's literally like jumping all over. He, he has like, I'm sure he has ADD. Severe. Which isn't that bad because he's literally one of the most successful YouTubers on the planet. Yeah. He's kind of, he's kind of the pace of where people are at, I guess. What do you mean? Like he, the way oh. he, his train of thought, yeah. people get it. Well, it's pleasant. It's pleasant. Like he's just like jumping around like, oh, oh, you know, I like, oh, it'd be so interesting. Uh, I, don't I know, like I don't PewDiePie. Know. I've only yeah, watched yeah. like a handle of, I, I never actually watched his shit, but I heard about him. And so I was like, oh, I want to see who this PewDiePie guy is. Because I, didn't he start from gaming or something? Yeah, he did. And there's a lot of controversy surrounding him. There's a lot of misunderstandings about him. Like, Ooh, um, do tell. Well, well, the, it, like he did have this one slip up where he said the N word in like a uh, uh, when he was Neighbor? gaming. N- no, um, but <laughs> Navajo. No, I'm not saying it. Nation. I'm not. I'm not saying it. Nelly. God Furtado. damn it, Joe! I'm not saying it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Natalie Porter is not a part of this. Yeah, Natalie Port- Portman. <laughs> Portman. I don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't know names. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So, um, okay, so he got in trouble for saying the word. What, what yeah, context then, was he saying it, it in? It was though? like... Was he like being an asshole was, about he, it? No, racist? Or? Well, uh, it was more like a spur of the moment thing. Was he singing a song? He was, like he was trying to be... Song? The thing is, he was like... No, no. It was He was gaming and then somebody like like camper killed him or something like that. And he said effing n-word and then oh, like shit. yeah and then um it like mm. blew up everywhere and then he made it like a sincere he forgot millions of people were watching him play video games well he sincerely apologized about it but the, he's if you like watch any of his videos you know that he's not like bigoted or like no against, that's the thing yeah it's so part of the culture people just say crazy shit and people especially wanna, when you're playing yeah. a video game you and, know well and also it's i mean it's not excusable to say things these things but he agreed he was literally I like i don't i don't want to be forgiven for this i i literally just uh i apologize and it's not i don't want you to say it's okay because it's not okay you know and that yeah i think that's the biggest part is that he sincerely apologized and you can tell he's sincere but the whole point is like yeah, he's he jumps around a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's misunderstood. I just yeah. feel. I, yeah. Are you a are you a supporter of him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like. So I really got into him. Um, Chris, are you a racist? <laughs> just kidding. What it's the so, fuck do you that's think? The whole, that's like the whole misunderstanding. Well, the, bullshit the, the, that the thing is, to do is like he was shouting he said that he's now a fucking white supremacist. No, no, he's not. And he was shouting this one artist out who like had hidden like. Um, Nazi content on his channel. He literally shouted out because he was, he was like, "Oh, this person did like a really cool art thing," and then he didn't know that they literally had hidden Nazi content on his like his page. And then Vox like blasted him because they were just. Why did he have hidden? What kind of content? This I don't know. It was just like a anti-Semitic, uh, like part in his video i want to say but gotcha. the point is like he just shouted out he was shouting out all these youtubers because he wanted creators channels to grow and then it just happened oh to and be, he didn't know this guy had this shit probably well yeah and it's it's whatever what everybody sees about him which is like you know from all these these media sites that are like trying to plaster his name um what everybody sees is just like the the terrible side that they 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 claim him to be but really it's not like you 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 just have to watch some of his videos to like find out. I don't think but so. But it's it's. I'm, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Eat a dick, Joe. <laughs> I've already seen some of his videos, and I and I actually like his con like the stuff that I did see. I was like, this is pretty cool. It's like it's entertaining, but I can't watch that shit. Like I can't get into that kind of stuff. Like those aren't the videos I watch. I watch power washing videos. <laughs> <laughs> I want some Dude, sort of. Okay, fucking... so watch his Minecraft videos. It's really no, cool. no. I don't play Minecraft. <laughs> And it's, I don't even like that peaceful, game. Oh, come on. I'm not a big fan of it. It's uh, the shitty I guess, graphics. I don't I don't like it. Okay, there are like seven pixels on the screen, but that's the I whole point. I just can't handle it. I can't handle it. If I'm going to play an open world game, it's got to be something that looks like somewhat realistic. Dude, Skyrim is so I awesome. You got to play Skyrim. It. It's so amazing. It's it's like it's iconic for its time because it came out in, I want to say 2010. And it's been remastered like four fucking times okay so like, before our next show can i play skyrim with you and dude we we could literally do a video of just playing skyrim if you want i want to try it because yeah. i've never played it yeah is it hard to play um if you had you play gta you would have like a fucking fool no you pl you literally you would get used to it in the first like 10 minutes that's cool it, it's it's um it's something that most people have played like um i don't know it's really great we should definitely do Hell that yeah. i'm down we could like record it too um yeah, that would be that would be dope. But it's it's a great game. I think it's just like got, got that cool fantasy storyline that's filled with wonder. And the biggest thing is the open world thing. A lot of open world games are what's super like cool. the what's the ultimate 
story of Skyrim? Like, um, what is your objective? Well, since there's no spoilers here, because literally most people know That's about true. it. Uh, literally, like, well, do you want me to give it's it up? It's been out for a while, you, right? Will it ruin the it? game if I know? What? Um, I mean, it just it is makes there it like more a, special. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I should I should just play it. But the whole premise of the game is like basically there's this this new coming of dragons that they haven't been around for thousands of years. They're actually rumored to be non-existent and never had existent. But in the past, the world was defended by these dragonborn, which they're like half dragon, half person. And then this race of dragonborn is is Sorry. extinct. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, it, it's it's cool. It's no, cool. that sounds cool. Like um, so, the dragons are coming. Well, the dragons come back because this one like historical dragon that was taken out uh, ended up coming back somehow, and um, he's like supposed to be like uh, the the world ender oh, okay. dragon, and um, he like resurrects all these dead dragons. So it's like the COVID nineteen. It's like the COVID nineteen. <laughs> not COVID at all. Dragon. It's the COVID dragon. Sure. Um, <laughs> not not exactly. Not at all. Actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, A real dragon with scales. Well, yeah, and um, fire breathing. It's it just like ah, you just have to play it. Huge just dragon cock. Drags it in the water. It, gets a little. T- gets a little dip. It, yeah. <laughs> Before he flies into the village and burns it all down. Well, it does do that. It, it does that with one of the, the villages. I don't know about the dick thing, but definitely with the, um, like, that's a good question. Uh, the, I, I would have yes. to, I would have to examine the graphics closely. Yeah. Just look at the, for the little, little pixelated. Yeah. You can tell when the dragon's getting pix, near. Pixel peeny. You know? <laughs> pixel peeny. Yeah. Like the. Yeah. yeah. And it, it sounds like this. The little dixel dick. And it hits the water. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It sounds exactly like that. So you're basically going to be fighting a dragon then in the game. Well, or fighting multiple that's dragons. That's basically the premise of the game is that you're out to kill this dragon. Um, gotcha. But there's like so much more involved with it. It's ridic- I'm touching my face. You I, have to fight. I, I, I'm getting the COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they tell you not to touch your face. Don't they say like every minute you touch your face like 10 times or something? Which I haven't Yeah, it's like it's like, like 60 minutes, times per hour. I'm having a mint. Do you want a mint? Uh, yeah, I'll have a Well, I'm, drink, there, I'm finishing my Corona beer. Oh, okay. Not my Corona 19. Or cor- fuck it. Oh, me. dude. Yeah, your COVID-19 COVID, beer. Yeah. Dude, like, honestly, I feel like this is the perfect advertisement for Corona. I, it I, totally is. I think they're selling great right now. They have to be. I don't know. I heard they were taking a hit, but this episode is brought to you by Corona Extra. It is a beautiful cerveza modelo from Mexico. And, uh, only I'm drinking it, Chris. You don't you don't drink alcohol. You drink Odules. Yeah, I do. D- disclaimer, though, um, uh, we're not actually sponsored by. No, Corona. we're not. But no, know. we have to say if that. If they ever want to, you know, hit us up because you know they'll fucking hit us up with a cease and desist before they hit us up. Now they would love it. They'd be like, <laughs> I know, oh, I'm shit, just kidding. Send them a case. <laughs> yeah, send them a case now. Yeah, actually, well, post haste, brother. I don't know who the. <laughs> but fuck. yeah, I don't drink because um yeah I mean I have alcoholic bloodline let's let's just say my parents met at an aa meeting but um the whole yeah. point yeah <laughs> so um, maybe stay away from the sauce mm, uh, yeah i mean in this case it'd be just like straight up bottles and bo- like a fifth of vodka a night or something like that um God i would damn it um yeah it was it was uh you could ask any of my college buddies i went a little hard in college um yeah and and so Drinking, i just drink right what do you think hard. <laughs> <laughs> no but know. like you, yeah you used to you were like you're wild. Like you would drink till you blacked out. Like, yeah. Like, oh yeah, totally. Um, and then like, if I was super susceptible to being like emasculated while I was drunk as well, people would be like, I bet you can't chug that, that handle of Fleshman's. 
And then I'll be like, I'll start chugging it and they'll be like, I don't see bubbles. I want to see bubbles. And then so I made <laughs> bubbles. And, and you were the fucking that's guy. That's the last thing I remember. You were the guy that would take those fucking dares. And you I was the, I was, yeah. And then I would run around the, the house like yelling, oh, you know, like with my shirt <laughs> off, just like fucking nuts. Trying not to die. No, no. I was all just, the fucking I was, alcohol you just I was drink? goofy as fuck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I was, I was, um, Did you ever get alcohol poisoning? think so i never went to the hospital for it but oh, there was good. definitely this one party uh that i like i chugged like five vodka lemonades in like a half hour um jesus and it was just, it was more like the the time that i i had taken that because each each one had like two shots in it um and then like i literally had gut rot for like four days and my liver felt like Explain gut this, rot to the audience if they don't know what the gut rot is. Gut rot is literally just like like the sourness, the sours? this pain, the, the, this like the sickness and sourness and pain Ugh. in your stomach from a, an incurable hangover. Did you ever? Were you ever like a per? Do you have you ever been a person that throws up when you get really drunk? Oh yeah, I would. I mean, it was more like uh, if it, if I had like overcapacitated my stomach. I mean, I, th I feel like everybody does that, right? Yeah. Well, some people don't. Like, I've known people that can get wasted and they never throw up. And I'm like, They're dude. just alcoholics. <laughs> well, it's just, it's weird because they're people who barely get drunk. And I'm like, man, they drink more than me. Because I get I get drunk pretty quick, pretty easy. Um, and I can't drink red wine with sulfites. Like, I, it fucks with me and I get really Sulfites? Sick. If I drink one glass of red wine, I'll vomit. It's what? Sick. Yeah, I'll go vomit. I mean, that's I can crazy. keep it down for so a while, that's why but you, eventually I'll disappear. Is that why you and Lily drink like white white prosecco? I'd like, yeah, white wine. I like Pinot Grigio, um, prosecco. I like champagne. Champagne's okay. I can only drink so much. That shit will fuck you up. And then Dude, I don't really drink. Is the bomb. I, I like I it, like but it. I can't drink too much. I can only have like one glass. If I go more than three glasses, I'm gonna have a hard morning. You know what? I loved. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh, you no, no, no. I was just saying, like, I really do like beer because I can kind of control beer. Yeah, I get full from it fast, so I don't drink a lot of it. And then it kind of gets me buzzed pretty quick, so I can just... It kind of... It's it's that same... You know, at the same time I'm, like, feeling buzzed, I'm already feeling full, so I don't want to keep drinking it. So I and can kind of just sit delicious. with it. it's kind of delicious. Yeah. Some it it used good, to be... Yeah. It's like, for for, like, the first... 30 beers you've ever had in your life that's disgusting and then it like, yeah. just starts tasting a little better and then you start noticing like the like the the um what is it like the hops like yeah you, you just start noticing that and then you start noticing like well it's just this grain flavor that you start noticing over the like overpowering like weird flavors that you like it starts getting dumbed down after you've yeah, had a certain amount of beers beer has like a weird bite and there's so many different flavors that you know, because some of them you can get like this really refreshing citrusy flavor from it because it tastes like oranges. Like, like yeah. I can't really drink a lot of wheat beers because they fuck me. I get gas really bad when I drink wheat oh, beers. Oh, just take a gas X, dude. No way, man. Homie, I don't like. To, I don't take medicine. Take a gas X, bro, amigo. No, I do not take medicines, and I'm definitely not gonna go and take a gas X. Well, it's actually a good idea, but. I just, <laughs> I just never do it. I never buy that shit. Yeah, well, I mean, nobody's going to be... Well, hold on, I just let don't me, hold on. It. Let me just fucking... What time is it? Uh, uh, I need my I, gas I need my gas <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's like, so, that's like a senior citizen uh, who's going out drinking and like they're not going to do that right now. And dude, honestly, whenever I go and I get a wheat beer, it's never because I'm going to plan to get a wheat beer. It always happens in the moment where I'm like, oh, that looks really good. 
that sounds really good. Or somebody, you know, if it's like you go you to are a like brewery. that about a lot of things though. Yeah. Like when when we were chilling like Universal Studios, we got we literally um we we were like uh we want to go to Menchie's. We were with a couple of other friends. And then you were like talking all this shit about Menchie's. And as soon as we walked out, you just like kind of wandered in with this ear to ear grin on your face. <laughs> and then just like got this huge ass cup of Froyo. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's because like whenever the opportunity comes up, you're like, come on. Like we got to do yeah, this. Yeah, right? I will literally never go to a place like that. But if someone drags me there, <laughs> yeah. I'll fucking. Well, it's like, and I've yeah. learned that philosophy from you too. It's just like, well, man as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, I, I like that's maybe the last time I had. That's the last time I had yogurt was when we went. Really? That's how much I don't go to those places. I don't go there. Because I can't. So good. I used to be super like, I used to have ice cream all the time. I used to eat a lot of sweets, like, oh, especially in college. It's addictive. I had to stop. I'm still addicted. Yeah. No, I stopped. So Dude, I, there's I, this place in Burbank. It's called Cookie Dough Dreams. Okay, oh, so it's, okay, it's, I'll go there. It's made. Try it. It's I've made for kids. This. Yes, it's basically made for kids, but it's edible cookie dough, and so it's it's just like this place. I. I heard, I looked it up on Google because... I would definitely want to wait till after this COVID bullshit because I feel like that's the type of place that would be extra gross. I actually tried dropping by to like pick up some to go to, so that I would have some for the, the quarantine, but no, they were already closed. Uh, and so, so I like... My, you, may friend, have, you might have gotten the fucking corona just going by there. That's a cesspool, dude. It was a couple of days ago, man. Don't, don't judge. It it's was, been floating around. I did not break the law. No, you didn't break a law, but you broke the fucking code. The code? The co- the COVID. <laughs> COVID. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. It's just like a Froyo place, essentially, but it's with cookie dough. They like yeah. have all these flavors of cookie dough. And then you can get toppings on it. And then um yeah, it's just really that good. That sounds really good. Yeah, because I used to eat cookie dough when I was a kid. And everybody used to say, Oh, you're gonna get sick. I think because of the raw eggs. Or yeah, something. but the, it's literally like you have a better chance you have a better chance of catching the COVID nineteen than you do of Oh yeah, definitely. Um of salmonella poisoning. S- salmon manila. Salmon amela. <laughs> salmon <Yeah>. salmon manila. <laughs> salmon amela. Yeah. Um yeah. Sa- salmo- salmonella. Salmonella, yeah. Um you have a better chance of a lot of things than catching salmonella, but I'm not condoning eating raw eggs, but people do it for their workout routine all the time. Yeah, no way. So, no thanks. Well, Fuck you. I mean, Who I'm, are you? Like Arnold Schwarzenegger? What is this? Negger, not we the can't other say word. That word anymore. No, I said no. Negger. We Schwarzenegger. Okay, well, okay, okay. That's enough. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, You're the fucking actor. We can't say that Terminator. word anymore. God damn well, it, Arnold. <laughs> Arnold is not in this conversation anymore. We he's can't like, say it's his totally name. Fine with me. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yeah, he's probably is. He probably says. Say it with respect. Look at the ground when you say my name. Damn, that was a that was a good. Don't uh, look me in the eyes. Can you uh, do any voices? Um, I mean, I can. I. I it's about time to do like a Scottish accent or something like that. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm, I can kind of do a Scottish accent. I can also, I, I mean, I guess, I, like, I'm not an actor, so it's not like I get paid to do this shit. But like, no. I sometimes I just, I had this drunk alter ego where I would just start speaking like really loud in Scottish accent. You know, like, you know, oh, I'm having a great time. You know, that's what I like, <laughs> like what, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, it's great we're drinking like we do in Scotland you know and shit like that like <laughs> and then like I would just go into it um but that was just for fun honestly I think I did it just to get laughs um, yeah no that's perfect like uh, I feel like I feel like the Scottish accent is one of the most joyous and it's great yeah I love hearty. it What's the what would be the right name for that dude you're asking the wrong person I don't know I don't words know. remember yeah. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> yeah. No, but so how do you feel? And you said you're not worried about the COVID. I'm not worried about it. I mean, I know it's going to be a serious situation. I think when all is said and done, there are people that are going to fucking pay for this thing because ultimately it's really going after a lot of people that have some, for what it seems, weak immune systems. Um, but at the same time, nobody really knows how's it, how it's going to affect people, especially if it comes back next season and, and how it's going to evolve in the human body. Some people are going, man, this is doom and gloom. This is the end. They and say that about everything. Half America. But I, I don't believe that. I kind of sit there and go, man, this has been a kind of nice time of peace where everyone's kind of taking a step back from shit. Yeah. Yeah. Things are slowing it's, it's down. It's for the good. But I, I mean, things, I'm trying not to think about it, how it affects the general population because there's literally nothing. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I try not to think about it because it, there's literally nothing you can do exactly, yeah. to, to, to prevent it other than literally quarantining yourself so that you don't spread it to these older people. Um, so I just try to look at about it, look at it like a positive way, like it's yeah. bringing everybody's together, you know. And, and the thing is, like every ten years, I, sorry, <laughs> every ten years, um, there's some sort of mass hysteria, whether it's like nine eleven. Um, before that, it was like Y two K. Yeah. Now it's it's uh. Well, Y two K was like two thousand, and then. 9-11 was 2001. Oh, so that was just and it's extended been, mass hysteria. Yeah, I think the last time people were kind of freaked out with like, especially just financially, it was 2008 from the financial crisis. Yeah, yeah. And then there was Ebola. So I guess it's every like five years. Yeah, something There's, going on but every like, fucking time. Made major things usually every 10 years. And so this, uh, I'm just playing. Do you think we all, do you, okay. Do you think we as humanity have PTSD because of all this shit going on? Like when you, when you really think about it, a lot of the stuff that's going on that's reported is pretty fucking scary the way they do it. You know what I mean? Like they when do you turn it on the, purpose. It's fear mongering. I know, but when you turn the news on, like you and I are right now, we're both just like, well, because we see what's on the news, but we're also sitting there going, well, I'm not, I don't really buy it that way. I kind of think most people are kind of going, man, they're just fucking like feasting on people's fear right now. They are. And because it, like the one thing I was talking um, with my therapist tonight about or earlier today, she we were talking about how what I'm seeing on the news versus what I'm seeing on social media is polar opposite. So like on the news, it's all fear. It's all just like reporting the scary news. And then online, people are more in the spirit of calming each other down and just finding ways to be creative and sharing totally. funny things, you know, trying to be lighthearted about it, you know? Well, and what's the point of looking, going through life, either being like, I'm scared or like, because Ew, every fucking like, movie I, we, I'm we've so ever critical. seen, I'm I'm so you know being critical about anything really. Why don't you just like, you know, live life in a positive light and look at everything like all the shitty things happen that there's something to learn from it and all the positive things that happen just as positive things. I mean, there's there's two ways of going through the life. There's there's two different types of people, right? There's optimists and pessimists. Yeah, that's just so cliche. But the the whole point is, it's like it's you true. can. You can spend your whole life being negative and posting like negative comments online or just like literally being cynical about everything. Or, you know, you could just be positive and look at all yeah. the, the great things about it and show regard to like the, the the negative things because they're still relevant. You don't want to become blind right, to it. Right. But but like in the end, don't focus on it, you know, just like focus mm -hmm. on all the happy shit that's going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's what I'm seeing is online all my friends everyone even I, I think everyone's a little on edge because everyone's just like what's gonna happen no one knows it's well like, yeah we i'm on edge. it's like, like clinging to the edge of the story edge of the fucking movie we're all living in right now but at the same time the way people are responding yeah. is pretty positive and 
I'm seeing a lot of people focus on their art and focus on their fucking spirituality and peace and meditation and all this shit. And even if they're bullshitting and just saying it on social media, but at home, they're just like pacing the room, biting the nails. It's a good example though. I mean, it's it's just showing everybody what they should do. Yeah, exactly. It's funny how what people see online is what people think is, is how everybody actually acts. But in the end, it, it creates somehow like uh, some uh, friendly competition. And then you don't realize that you're literally just like everybody's trying to be the best yeah. in the end or trying to outdo these unrealistic visions they have of everybody else online when really like most people are in the same shoes. Yeah. Right. Even if they're successful, they're still they still got shit going on. Right. Yeah. They're, they're going to bitch and moan about something. I mean, everyone's always going to bitch and moan about something. Unless if they have an outlook, a different outlook. That's literally all it is. Yeah. Like like, a billionaire is going to bitch and moan about their their sandwich not being perfectly made. No. They're going to bitch about their fucking helicopter not being red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or and then it's meanwhile... It's blood red, sir. We're, we're, like, we're bitching and moaning about, like, oh, are we going to be able to make next month's rent? Um, right. Petty shit. It's literally... A billionaire wouldn't and, even think about that. And the thing is, it's like, like <laughs> even then, it's like... Rent. We're talking about rent. Like, um, it's the end of the world. Meanwhile, there's people that, that are worried about their next dollar to make sure they don't die of starvation. Yeah. Being able to buy food. It's literally just your, like, it doesn't matter where you are in life. It's just your perspective and what you're used to and what you're sensitized to. Mm -hmm. So in the end, I don't know. I'm going really deep into this, but no, it's good. I mean, I think that's what it's all about. I feel like that's the purpose of what we were even doing was I, I told you earlier, I was like, let's just sit down and sit down and talk about this scenario no one's ever been through this so this is us going through this together separately and together you know it's like it's a collaboration it's a collab yeah it's a covid collab yeah it's the covlab covlab <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> i do spoonerisms a lot that's just the thing <laughs> i just like doing that yeah and then we were like in the kitchen and we were like oh we should do a show <laughs> we're going oh, to like, vegas i don't know why we came up with oh it was it was about <sighs> what was it about it was just like getting the car getting the car kids you know yeah buckle buckle up buckle up you're about to get on a goddamn roller coaster that yeah. none of us can control <laughs> it's out of it's out of control there's yeah. no one manning this ship and uh we're gonna hit land and and i think the biggest thing is just like about the whole mess that whole message is like um just not censoring anything and literally just yeah. saying what's on our mind and not mm -hmm. worrying about it at all yeah i mean that's that's it and that's what this is going to be about so we're going to do more episodes well i'll play some skyrim before the next show we should totally do that yeah i'm and down then maybe we can play i don't know if this would be cool i would be down but if we could play clips of some of the shit of some of the songs yeah that we're working on maybe if we want to i don't know if that'd be weird but no it wouldn't that's, um just this is just flowing the progress of the of what we're making but our other goal is to um finish a musical project that we're working on so or yeah, at least yeah. prog uh, not to pressure ourselves into saying, oh, we have to finish it, but maybe we just gotta get notes. Getting that's, that's as far goal. as we can in the project right now and utilizing the time to be be and stay creative. Our first goal is to go through all the songs we have and write our notes down of what we want to change. On that's it. Am I too far away from this fucking mic? Yeah, you're so fucking far. I'm sorry. Is this, is this whole God. recording gonna be messed up? No, it'll be fine. Okay. I'm, I'm just I'm listening. I was worried I about it. Yeah, you've been totally lounging back, but that's okay. It's it's pretty hot, so I think it's going to be fine. So you just got to hit normalize, no. right? <laughs> do, do they even just know? Just hit the normalize button? Yeah, just hit the normalize. That's how you do it. You just press the... Just beep, push boop, normalize. Beep, boop, normalized, you know? 
That's the wrong button. We're actually going to announce the wrong button. You just kind of press the edit button and make makes the recording sound better. That button actually now is making us sound like demons. So let's put it back. Hit that other button. Okay. Yeah, it's that simple. It's literally just put press a couple buttons and your production is done. You know, now you're done. So literally, we have no excuse to just beep boop make these song sounds better. Exactly. Not at all. That's not how it goes. It's literally like years of training. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's time. It's it's man hours. It's it's plenty man hours. Yeah. Hey, excuse me. Did you just assume the hours gender? Well, you know, it's uh, human hours. Social commentary. That's that's. I've seen like people write like women write human, but they take they put an X for the A, so it's not doesn't say man. Or like when a woman, like a woman, they take, oh, okay. put an X for the A, like no man can be in this. Oh, world. okay. Well, I mean, in the end. It's like mankind. Then they're just womb. Womb. <laughs> I mean, if they want to be womb, they well, can be it's womb. It's, it's I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate because in the end they're no, doing I mean, their own thing. But yeah, if no, they're I, like, I, I get it. I see. I understand that. And I, there's I, there's I, a you know, very small group of people that are actually in the feminist community that are actually like negatively um, portraying the feminist image. And they're the ones that are blasted loudest on yeah. media, which I think is so like man haters, so fucking stupid. Yeah, you don't want yeah, to be a man hater. But there's just such a small amount, and then until then, these people get blasted on social media, yeah. and then uh, the people that are against like the actual female rights w- movement are, are posting this, saying, "See, look, you can't, you can't have." Well, none of us, none of us would be here without a man and a woman, you know. So ultimately, it's up to us as two species i mean obviously now there's like a bunch of other genders and stuff that are being recognized that you know you've got the trans community and you've got you know all 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 sorts of shit that i don't really fucking get because i identify as a as a man but i know that there are people now that are not wanting to look at things like they used to be well and then there's literally like expecting somebody to to identify you correctly without like knowing you is is another thing and then the actual thing of, of be asking these people to refer to you as this yeah. um several times respectfully and you mm-hmm. know understanding that we're human and we make mistakes totally yeah. and not calling them a bigot for making a mistake either right. but but also um the, this the same case goes where like literally the small amount of like let's say the trans community that is is like radical the very small amount i'm not saying there's there's a large amount at all yeah the the small um the, the small part of the trans community that is like blasted on social media you know like saying how dare you like um call me this even though like they maybe didn't know or something like that or the like being raised in a society where you know you were only taught to say ma'am or miss yeah or uh or mr south or or you know like like um hating this person or or you know basically just like a radical like like yeah um blasting radicals like that that's all it is it's literally just like blasting radicals to to uh, frame a whole entire movement for something they don't do and they don't believe in. It's just so terrible. Yeah. It's literally done with every single movement. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the hardest thing for me, like, is I, because there are there are things that I don't know about other people's realities that they're living. Like, if someone's like, I'm male to female, female to male, trans, whatever, you you identify whatever the fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't, me, I don't fucking give a fuck. I do care in a sense that like whatever any else anyone else wants to be, 
that's totally cool with me. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. But like, I think all the fighting and the division that's caused where people are trying to further break us up as, as people, we're all literally like, to me, I go, everyone's basically... Like right now, we're all in quarantine. Everyone is fucking having to be in quarantine. Doesn't matter who the fuck you are. Everyone's the same. Mm-hmm. You are a human being. You need to get off the streets because there's COVID-19 on the streets now. The dragon's in town and it's coming to get you. And most people don't have swords. The COVID dragon. Or armor. Yeah, so, I mean, to me, it's just more like, I feel like this is a time where we as a society as a fucking country i mean globally this is this is happening everywhere dude where i do feel like after this whole thing we're going to be in a different world and this is what's fun about doing this right now is that like we could potentially do this show for however many that we want to but ultimately some we're in this changing tide like the tides of the world are changing and no one knows what the fuck's coming after this. You know, maybe some people do. Maybe there's some elites somewhere that are fucking planning it all out with a whiteboard like we're about to do with the record. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Which I think that's that's pretty plausible because that's how you make anything happen on the planet. But I do think regardless, it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds every episode. I mean, every show we do is going to be like, oh God, things are changing. We're out of food. We're out of rations. It's going to be you and I just like fucking like... It's the fun of it, dude. Eating squirrels. It's 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 so weird how we just started this now. It's probably the the best time to start <laughs> it. It's just like so much shit's happening right now. Yeah. It's I mean we will never run out of material. No, because we're constantly going to be seeing the news and going along with this with everybody else. The the one thing talk. I want to figure out is how to release it and how soon to release it, or ju- if we just collect these. I think we'll just have to do like a major cut and and like make it something that's not that long. No, I say we put it all out just as is. The more you fucking cut, the <laughs> okay. more work it becomes. Well, we'll have to. We'll still have to put in like our songs and like the. the yeah, that'll be from- easy. Pop those bitches in. Yeah. Okay, so let's just cap it off and let's just say, hey, so this time maybe we do this what once a week. We oh, this is a out. thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm down. I'm we figure down. out. We figure out how many of these we want to do. And I, I mean, we could definitely we do one of these once a week. Just have a conversation. Just update where Literally. we're at, what's happening in this COVID situation, and where we are with the record. I mean, and it's literally just like, and we can talk about music shit. We can talk about production and stuff too. We, regardless, we have a sit down once a week normally, and yeah. just like talk about stuff, have a deep conversation. Why don't we just like weasel in our stuff? Yeah, and Chris will drink his fucking O'Doul's and I'll be drinking my Corona. You alcoholic. Hey, man. (laughs) Coronas are so light. I feel like I'm drinking water. But anyway. Please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. Yeah, Coronas, hit us up. We will uh, keep the lines open. (laughs) But yeah, if you- We'll keep uh, the lines (laughs) open. I'm sorry. (laughs) If you want to hit us up, uh, we have social medias. I am at songbirdofficial on Instagram. And Chris, do you have any social media? I mean, I have Sibylla Chris. uh, That's on Instagram. That's just S-I-B-I-L-A. And then Chris spelled with a C H. Okay. But, um, and then like my producer name is Sibillionaire, but um, don't look me up yet. I don't have any release music. <laughs> don't look me up. It's just videos of it's, him on Pornhub. Well, so uh, okay, that's that's the only part I would recommend, honestly. <laughs> um, <laughs> because my music on there you is still just get not, ads. He gets the ad money. Yeah, I get the ad revenue. So please, please support my Pornhub. It's just him weeping into a bowl of cereal. Support my cereal porn. Uh, <laughs> With a dildo on his forehead. Yeah, well, okay, that's just for added. No, that's, yeah, <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for joining us, you guys. We'll see you next time on uh, 
What is the name of it? Don't look. Say um, it. Uh, See if uh, he fucks it up. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to Vegas. Yeah, goddamn. You're going to get the shit. We should go to Vegas. All right. Well, maybe the next one we'll do in Vegas. No, we won't. No. <laughs> Fuck no. that shit. No. We're in lockdown, bitch. Yeah, All right. We're we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks for listening to We're Going to Vegas, only on the Elf Tree Podcast Network. If you have any questions or comments, music production topics for us to discuss on the show, or just want to say hi, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Going to Vegas Pod. See you next time.